0: Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. My son can ride a mountain bike really fast. (laughs) And I've been watching some of his races, particularly one big race that he did called the Mammoth Enduro earlier this summer in New Zealand. And what's so fascinating to me about Enduro mountain biking... So Enduro mountain biking you have stages sort of races that are set up that have a window of time you're sort of allocated a, a window of time to get up but you're not time during it as long as you make it any time during that window it's fine and your time is the time it takes you to get down so and the up track is different than the down track right so the trail you ride up it can be non-technical, but it's normally, you know, steep and climbs a big mountain. And you get to the top, and then you can rest. And then the moment you start to go, the moment you go from the start line at the top to, this, to the finish line at the bottom of that stage, and then you repeat that two or three times, or maybe in this case it was five times a day, they add up all your downhill time, all your descending time, and that is your time. So the race really is on the downhill. But what makes it even more challenging is you've got to get up to do it, Right. So you may not be going fast and hard to get up, but it's still hard. It makes you tired, and it it makes the downhill that much more challenging. Now, the downhills of enduro mountain biking are really technical. For most of us, myself included, I've I've ridden my mountain bike my whole life. When I showed up and looked at what they were going to ride down the first time here in New Zealand at an enduro race, I thought, like, there's no way to go down that, let alone to go down it fast, the really fast guys. And it, this is similar to downhill ski racing. The line between barely in control and total disaster is so thin. <laughs> it just it's it's just I the, the way I like to describe it is like it's barely like it. Do you remember Bodie Miller? the downhill ski racer, like it's Bodie Miller the whole run, right? It's the that's it's it's barely controlled chaos. Like just barely controlled. Seems to me that the person who gets the closest to barely controlled without going over <laughs> the, the, the 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 person who gets the closest to completely out of control without going over wins. That's the game. And it's really fascinating. To watch. And that line between that line between barely in control but still in control and totally out of control and dangerous is a really interesting line. It's an interesting line to think about that in our creative work uh, in in the work we do. You know how every once in a while I know most of the time we want to stay well in control. But I think at least for me, it makes a lot of sense to have regular encounters with that line, to see every once in a while, look, I'm going to do something, as Seth Godin loves to say, and I think it's perfect, I'm going to do something that may not work. And I love that line. I'm going to do something that may not work. Now, you can't be doing that. one thing. Another interesting observation is you can't be doing that all the time. Like, if it, the toll that it would take on an enduro mountain bike rider to ride downhill at race pace, full on, full gas, all out speed, all the time, would be... It's unsustainable. You can't do it. Like, you would get injured and tired, and then you would get majorly injured, right? It just doesn't work. So you've got to plan the sort of periods of that kind of intensity and other periods when you're resting. And I think that sort of cycle in our creative lives is important too and, and by creative I don't necessarily don't don't worry I don't mean like y- y- you have to be an artist it's not necessarily what I'm talking about I'm talking about anytime we're doing any any sort of meaningful work there's going to be times when we want to sort of push the edge just a little bit that line between just out of control and just barely in control and out of control like we want to do things again as Seth says I love it right we want to do things every once in a while that may not work. And in fact, we probably want to be doing stuff that may not work as often as we can. Realizing that embedded in that as often as we can is important pieces of rest, mental and emotional times of rest. And, and even building, this is something I'm working on really hard right now. It's a major goal of ours to build in sort of the, fin- build our financial lives in a way that will allow me to take more risk, right? So our, our, our mental, our emotional, our physical lives are all kind of built around the idea that, hey, every once in a while, and as often as we can, we want to try things that may not work. We want to try things that may not work. So thanks to my son, Sam. Thanks to Seth Godin. Those are important lessons. So uh, And again, you know what? I love hearing from you. So if you can think of something that you tried that may not work... That may that that may not have worked or even email me something that you want to try and you just want the added pressure of having me know about it email it email me something that you really want to do professionally that may not work email it to me I'd love to read it it's hello at behaviorgap.com hello at behaviorgap.com